Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Joshua 6, the conquest of Jericho. Now Jericho was tightly shut because of the sons of Israel. No one went out and no one came in. The Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and the valiant warriors. You shall march around the city, all the men of war circling the city once. You shall do this for six days. Also, seven priests shall carry seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. Then on the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall be that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people will go up every man straight ahead. So Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests carry seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. Then he said to the people, Go forward and march around the city, and let the armed men go on before the ark of the Lord. And it was so that when Joshua had spoken to the people, the seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward and blew the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets, and the rear guard came after the ark while they continued to blow the trumpets. But Joshua commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout, nor let your voice be heard, nor let a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I tell you, Shout. Then you shall shout. So he had the ark of the Lord taken around the city, circling it once. Then they came into the camp and spent the night in the camp. Now Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord. The seven priests carrying the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew the trumpets. And the armed men went before them, and the rear guard came after the ark of the Lord. 
while they continued to blow the trumpets. Thus, the second day, they marched around the city once and returned to the camp. They did so for six days. Then on the seventh day, they rose early at the dawning of the day and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. Only on that day, they marched around the city seven times. At the seventh time, when the priests blew the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. The city shall be under the ban. It and all that is in it belongs to the Lord. Only Rahab the harlot and all who are with her in the house shall live, because she hid the messengers whom you sent. But as for you, only keep yourselves from the things under the ban, so that you do not covet them. And take some of the things under the ban, and make the camp of Israel accursed, and bring trouble on it. But all the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted, and priests blew the trumpets. And when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight ahead, and they took the city. They utterly destroyed everything in the city, both man and woman, young and old, and ox and sheep and donkey with the edge of the sword. Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the land, Go into the harlot's house and bring the woman and all she has out of there, as you have sworn to her. So the young men who were spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and her mother and her brothers and all she had. They also brought out all her relatives and placed them outside the camp of Israel. They burned the city with fire and all that was in it. Only the silver and gold and articles of bronze and iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. However, Rahab, the harlot in her father's household, and all she had, Joshua spared. And she has lived in the midst of Israel to this day, for she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Then Joshua made them take an oath at that time, saying, Cursed before the Lord is the man who rises up and builds this city, Jericho. With the loss of his firstborn, he shall lay its foundation, and with the loss of his youngest son, he shall set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua and his fame was in all the land. I think in Joshua 6, there's the obvious message that most people get. And um, it would it would be the fact that um, sometimes God calls us to do something that may seem to be a little bit confusing. Like marching around a city so that walls will come down. And just making noise. Like that even make sense it just doesn't at all in fact most people who adhere directions like that would kind of just question you know what is it that god's having us do we're going to look like fools however whenever you step out in faith and you actually do what god has called you to do no matter how strange it may sound it's not anything against his scripture it's just a strange tactic well if you step out in faith and you just follow God's direction, the walls will come down. You will face victory. So that one, I think, is the obvious one, especially when you talk about Jericho, that, that so many people and priests, they'll, they'll preach, uh, preachers and pastors, they'll all preach on that message. But I think another one that's kind of missed here is the fact that God is showing us a, a really uh, a big truth that we got to pick up on. It's the fact that Whenever we go into battle and whenever we have anything that's gained because of the battle, whether it be riches or land or 
just any kind of a possession that we've gained because of the battle or the victory, God's showing us here that that is for the king. In fact, in this specific one, he's saying anything that's of value comes back into my house. It goes into the, his coffer, not into the individual's uh, who fought the fight? It's the king, which is God. In this, in this case, it's it's for him, for his kingdom, for his ministry. And he even goes on and says that if you bring something in, and it's and you just take it secretly for yourself, you're going to bring a curse into the nation, into the people, not just into your own house, but you're going to be bringing a curse in that will affect more than just you. And it's something that for the longest time we've seen that when people uh, in Hollywood or in movies or anything, we can see that when there's a battle and someone is victorious, whenever someone goes and starts picking through the pockets and taking possessions for themselves, they're looked down upon as a thief. They're, it's not something that's glorified. It's, it's, it really is. They, they are looked at as a thief taking it possessions from a dead person they just killed. Well, the Nazis did a little bit different there. The Nazis, they started almost kind of glorifying that, but it was brought in not to the king or to the actual government. That was the goal, but it was whoever the commanding officer was. So the commanding officers started to bring in things for themselves rather than what they're supposed to do taking it all the way to the ones who are in charge. And then you started to see that those soldiers started to do it kind of secretly on their own. And again, people looked down on it, but it became a little bit more of a norm. So taking all this from God's example as to how we're supposed to do this into the way the world is kind of seeing it today or it's becoming a little bit more of the norm to keep it yourself. Let's now look at spiritual battles because we are, we're facing spiritual battles daily. In fact, our battle's not with flesh and blood. That's what the scripture says. It's a spiritual battle. And so whenever we have victory in a spiritual battle, do we take those, whatever it is that we've gained, and do we take them as our own possession to glorify ourselves? Or... Do we take whatever it is that we have gained in that spiritual battle and hand it over to the Lord's as it's all his? I mean, I know it's, it's obvious which direction we should be going here. But I think that today, more often than not, we take those those victories and we, we attach our name to it and we celebrate it. I mean, sure, we give credit to God, but we glorify the spoils for ourselves. So, Father, please give us the strength and the ability to be able to recognize, to be able to not just recognize, but also to be able to follow your desire whenever we face a battle and we're victorious. That as we overcome, we can take that which we have gained and we can rightfully give it to you as it is yours. And all credit, all glory, everything should belong to you. So, Father... No one wants to bring a curse on themselves or those around them. No one wants to bring trouble to, to anyone, including themselves, 
Yet I know that sometimes we do that. We just bring things onto ourselves unknowingly. And I pray that you could just highlight for us those situations that we need to make right so that we can make it right, that we can be in right standing with you. Pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.